Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Cindy Burnett. And my name is Dr. Matthew Wurwood. This is the Fueling Creativity in Education podcast. On this show, we'll be talking about creativity topics and how they apply to the field of education. We'll be speaking with scholars, educators, and resident experts about their work, challenges they face, and digging deeper into new and varying perspectives of creativity. All with the goal to help fuel the more rich and informed discussion that provides teachers and parents with knowledge they can use at home or in the classroom. So let's begin. Welcome to Creativity Tips, a special series of Fueling Creativity in Education podcast episodes dedicated to teachers who want to implement a new strategy that promotes creative thinking in their classrooms. In each of these super duper short episodes, we will share a creativity tip that builds on one of the themes that has emerged on our show. So Matt, today we're going to talk about the skill, look at it another way. And look at it another way is one of E. Paul Torrance, who was known as the father of creativity in education. It was one of his beyonder skills. Now, he created this set of skills based on a longitudinal study he did over 60 years, where he looked at the skills that helped people go beyond in their life. So today, we're going to be looking at look at another way, which is funny to say that. And we're going to talk about how we might bring this tip into the classroom. So Cindy, as always, I'll take a first stab at this creativity tip. And I'm actually going to share an exercise that I'll be doing with a group of teachers next week as part of a a teacher innovation studio that I'm doing here in Connecticut. Um, But before I do, I want to kind of provide the context to where this activity came about, because it actually came about when I was studying uh, for my uh, uh, graduate program at Connecticut State University. And it was a really simple activity. And I And I was kind of really caught off guard by the impact it had on me and to a certain extent still continues to have on me. We walked into the class and I was immediately asked to kind of put my computer away. And it was still kind of early on in the course. And I was kind of, you know, wrestling with some of the initial topics that we had discussed. and I was still trying to get a sense of um, my relationship with the professor. And so I was a little bit kind of miffed with the way I was told to put my computer away. And then I was told all we need is a pencil and paper. I said, okay. So I grabbed a pencil and paper. In fact, I remember I didn't have a pencil. So I then, and I didn't have any paper. So then I had to kind of go around borrowing paper and pencil uh, from other people. And then we was kind of asked to create a circle. And there was about 15 of us, I think. We put together a circle. And then the professor put a chair in the middle of the circle. And they then said to us, I want you to lock eyes with the person sitting opposite to you. So, So I did. And I locked eyes with the person sitting opposite to me. And they said, right, now what I want you to do is over the next 10 to 15 minutes, I want you to draw the chair, but I want you to draw the chair from the perspective of the person sitting opposite to you. And I didn't really think much of the assignment, but, you know, hey, I'm just drawing something. can't be that hard. So I started to sketch away of the chair and I tried to kind of make it three dimensional and, you know, tap into some art classes, which, in fact, I don't have in my background. So um, my drawing was was wasn't great. But nevertheless, I I felt that it resembled the chair as I saw it from the perspective of the sitting, the person sitting opposite to me. And as some of our listeners might have guessed, at the end of the activity, we was then asked to go and change places with the person sitting opposite to us and then look at our drawings and see how well we did at drawing the chair from their perspective. So I crossed over and I sat down, I looked at my drawing and the first thing that struck out to me was the fact that I drew the chair the wrong way around. And I remember thinking to myself, oh wow, what a really obvious mistake. But the 
premise, the, the basic, you know, takeaway of the activity was it's really hard to try and imagine a situation from another person's perspective. And we can try, even when we were tasked of trying to draw the chair from the other person's perspective, something as simple as that, we still made a really big error of drawing the chair the wrong way around. And in fact, I only recognized that area when I physically stood up to go and look at the chair from the other side. And I remember the professor saying to me, this is what we have to do in education. We have to physically stand up sometimes and try and see things from the other person's perspective. Matt, what a brilliant activity. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I have an activity and it's sort of based off of the Wizard of Oz and Wicked. So as you as you are probably aware, Matt, um, have you seen Wicked, the, the, the musical? No, I, I haven't seen Wicked. Oh my gosh. But I know of it. Uh, and we were friends. It was good. It was a good it was a good friendship, but you know, now we must I'm I'm gonna blame the <laughs> pandemic. Because uh, no, it was no, on you our can't blame the of, pandemic. Of, it's uh, been out for me. at least ten years. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you the premise. So the Wizard of Oz, uh, obviously the Wicked Witch is wicked and she's terrible and, you know, horrible and um, ugly and mean and, you know, a, a villain, right? And in Wicked, it tells a story of her. And what you realize very quickly is she is not actually horrible, ugly, or um, mean. She is actually trying to do good for the world and it is the world is sort of against her and it is the most magical story. Um, and I think your boys will love it as well. And what I want, I'd love to use in this is finding stories that you're reading in class and looking at the story from the perspective of someone in the story, especially one of the villains. So what is their perspective? Talk about their perspective. Why do they behave in the way that they do? Um, what are their actions that they take and why do you think they're taking those actions? What has made them that way? And especially looking at it from the lens of a villain, you can quickly see that there might be reasons that give you empathy toward that person. So that's my tip is to have students look at villains in different ways or different characters and stories to see what their perspective is and why they're making the choices they are making. Cindy, another wonderful example. And I actually do have a book that I can share with our listeners of um, a story that does exactly that. It, it's called The True Story of the Three Little Pigs. And it actually tells the story of um, the, the the three little pigs from the perspective of the wolf. And, you know, the, the wolf is just kind of saying that, you know, he, he had a cold and he sneezed. He didn't mean to blow the houses down. And then, you know, the, the pig had passed away from the collapse of the house and, you know, he was hungry. So he, he decided to eat the pig. But he, he was kind of saying that the whole situation had been blown out of proportion. So um, it is a funny story and it's a story that does exactly what you're saying, sharing uh, sharing the, the villain's perspective or at least the perceived villain, um, their perspective of events. And I think this skill, look at another way, is one of the most critical things that we need to focus on right now in 2022 because it's the only way we're going to start building bridges. I couldn't agree more. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this super quick special tips of creativity. If you like these tips, you can check out my book, Weaving Creativity into Every Strand of Your Curriculum. And I also have a second one, which is 20 Lessons to Weave Creativity into the Classroom. I'm Dr. Cindy Burnett. And my name is Dr. Matthew Wurwood.